All right, welcome back to A Bitch and a Witch. Howdy. I'm Sam. I'm Chad. And we have a very special guest today. Yo. <laughs> <laughs> I always embarrass her. All right. I quit. I'm Dustin. My husband, Dustin. <clears throat> we felt we needed an expert in today's episode. It is always nice to have an expert. And he's a nice fan of the show. He listens quite often, right? Yep. Awesome. How's everybody doing? Hope everybody had a good week. I had a garbage week, honestly, but that's fine. <laughs> I mean, my week wasn't really the best, if I'm being honest, but it's fine. Yeah. yeah same as always. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> I'm so done with you. <laughs> what? Already. We just started, and I'm already done with you. I haven't done anything yet. Yeah, yeah. He said like five words total. <laughs> I know, right? That's enough. That's enough for the five words. <sighs> anyway. So, our bitch rant. I th- this is probably not going to be nearly as relevant by the time the episode comes out, but that's fine. Uh, it's relevant today, and that's what it really is, matters. It is relevant today, that's true. Uh, so, Wall Street Bets group on Reddit. Um, if you don't know much about them, there's not really that much to know. It's just a random group of people on Reddit, which is just a forum. If you don't know what Reddit is, you can talk about whatever topic you want on there. But the people on Wall Street bets just like to really like bet a ton of money on random stocks. Uh, and then kind of just see what happens. <laughs> but here recently they have discovered something, which is that stocks for GameStop, the company GameStop that sells physical media, has basically been shorted to a really extreme amount and shorting and all that stuff it's a little bit technical i don't like have a super solid grasp on it but essentially the thing is that you're not really supposed to short anymore they've decided that that was illegal except it still happens because rich people have all the power like we talked about recently yeah like we bitch about constantly yes (laughs) so when you short a stock that drives the price way down and people noticed that that there's this huge discrepancy so they started buying tons of GameStop stock which means over time eventually the people who shorted that stock are going to have to buy it back so it pretty much creates the situation where the price goes way up over to like a short period of time and so people are buying like tons and tons of GameStop stock and then refusing to sell it which is basically screwing over these hedge funds so it's pretty hilarious most of those stocks are actually just borrowed so basically, they'll borrow them from the company and then uh, give it back later. But right, yeah. when it's drived up as high as it wants, the, who they borrowed it from, they want it back now. Right. Yeah. So in the case of shorting, like they're kind of just, they're like, from my understanding of it, they're like selling more stocks than are actually available, mm-hmm. which creates a lot of issues. How's that even possible, though? Like, how do you sell more stocks than you have? Because the stock market is real fucked up. (laughs) Well, that's fair. That's kind of why they're not supposed to short stocks anymore, because it's just, like, real shady. And there's a lot of other stuff that goes into it. Like, there's a lot of manipulation of the market. Sure. And people just, like, don't have a lot of access to it, so they don't really, like, understand it. But these people on Reddit paid enough attention to realize what was happening and just took advantage of it. So the longer they hold, this has to be resolved basically by tomorrow because of whatever rules. So each day that they just hold the stocks instead of selling them back, the price just keeps skyrocketing. <laughs> so a lot of people bought in at like $2 a share. It's probably the most GameStop stocks have been worth in a while. Yeah, exactly. 
but they uh people, even like 40 bucks like people here recently this week they're buying them for like 200 300 bucks a stock wow. last i saw I was sitting at 297 dollars a stock yeah sounds about right but the thing is they think they're pretty sure that they're going to get those stocks to a thousand a piece so if you bought a lot of people like it's a crazy thing to do because you might lose all your money but some people are investing like fifty thousand dollars into these stocks and then for instance if you have like however many that equates to if you bought them at a really low price and then you sell them when they're driven up really high then obviously you're gonna make a huge profit off of that yeah in the meantime it's like completely screwing over these these hedge funds i mean like and they're losing like billions of dollars <laughs> Truly, I think that it's okay to screw over hedge funds. That's, yeah, that's the whole idea. Like, we don't care. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody should care that these hedge funds are getting screwed over. Because Absolutely not. It's just like they do this all the time. And essentially, they're betting against GameStop staying open. GameStop employees, I guess, around 10,000 people. Yeah. So it's like you're betting against the economy. You're betting against people having jobs. So everybody's kind of at this point just like, fuck them. Let's just see what happens. Let's screw them over if we can. So, we'll see what happens tomorrow. The internet's gotten wild lately. It has. <laughs> There's people with, like, too much time on their hands, basically. <laughs> so, too much time on your hands and uh, people getting really pissed off over... Nothing to, like, spend your money on. And it just created this situation, just a perfect storm where people could, like, bet on GameStop. And then just... It just kept ballooning after that. Even, like, uh, Elon Musk is, like, interested in it. There's, like, all these high-profile people involved now. It's just kind of crazy <laughs> which i guess he's not like he has like been involved in stocks and things like that so he occasionally will like dip his hand in this cookie jar so it's not well like, i'm sure he is involved in stocks since he is currently the richest man in the world yeah that's true mainly because of stocks that's kind of interesting we'll see if a lot of middle class or lower middle class people make enough money off of this i'm totally fine with that yeah which is what they're trying to do they're trying to just get to that point and then cash I mean, out. You get, yeah, you get the stocks up high enough and you cash out, you've yep. made yourself a pretty penny. Right. It's pissed off a lot of people, which is why Robinhood and the apps like that have blocked all selling of GameStop. Right, which, is that not illegal? I feel like that's illegal. It's There's a class action lawsuit against them. <laughs> nice. Yeah, so I didn't... It's just all spiraling. <laughs> I saw this, like, happening and I didn't pay enough attention. I really wish I had, like, buy at least a few of these stocks when they were like 40 bucks or less or even like 100 bucks you would have definitely made money on it oh yeah but by the time i was like really looking into it it was like went yesterday and they were like over 200 i was like eh i could still make money off of this but i'm just gonna watch it and see what happens but it's pretty funny it's pretty interesting actually i i think there's more people now that this situation has gotten so much attention there's more people in the future who are going to like pay attention to these shorted stocks and it's just not going to be around for that much longer because people will take advantage of it i would imagine we will see we will see we will see what happens all right ready to move on to our main topic for the day i think we're ready talking about cults <laughs> finally finally so one thing that i was surprised about doing my sort of research up to this episode is how many cults are still around yeah i didn't realize I, you just like you hear about the big ones and kind of the ones that ended badly but i just uh there's still a ton of them out there <laughs> yeah so i was reading an article that had been written about a 48 hours interview this was from like two 
three years ago now, I guess. Mm. 2018 was three years ago, Ooh. guys. Yeah, that's weird. And in the interview at that time, the guy that was being interviewed said that there are up to 10,000 cults that exist. And that's just in the U.S. That's not even worldwide. That's insane. Right. 10,000. It's fucking crazy. Yeah. Wow. Three years ago? Really? Damn. I know. (laughs) (laughs) It's very weird that we're in 2021 now. I I, just uh, never thought we would get here. (laughs) No. What's even weirder is that I'm going to be 31 in two months. Uh Oh, Because I'm old as fuck. (laughs) I feel old. Yeah, just wait until you turn 30, Chad. It's It's a whole different feeling of old. It's just much worse from there on out. Yeah. So, I don't know what the... Like, I don't know what happened, but there were a lot of documentaries that came out about cults. Yeah. In, like, 2016, 2017 onwards. Mm -hmm. So, that's a lot of our prep for this was watching some of those shows. (laughs) But, uh, one of them was explained on netflix yeah you actually brought up so i watched it as well because it's like 25 minutes not that big yeah it was just one episode um i haven't watched any of the other episodes in the series but i saw that they had one on cold so i watched it and it's only like you said it's only like 25 minutes and it has some interesting facts yeah it was pretty informative i want to check out the rest of the series but as far as the one about colts the thing that i liked is uh, well a few of the things they brought up and kind of starting out just like what exactly is the like defining features of a cult Mm -hmm. and they had three things that they brought up and i thought they were pretty on point (laughs) uh the first one was led by a charismatic leader which also quite often they put that leader in like a spiritual head like they consider that person a prophet or a version of god or something they're not just considered a basic human they're like so far above that yeah, that, they're like an elevated being. Yeah, or, like they will literally take anything this person says at <clears> face value. and Or some of the cults even. Uh, what was the one that we were watching the other day? You gotta give me more info than that. <laughs> was it... Well, there's two that have... A, well, there's a cult that has a very similar name to like a legitimate religious organization. Latter-day... Uh, no, the United States of Islam. Oh, uh, Okay. United Nation of Islam. Is that that's the cult, right? Is the United Nation of Islam? Yeah, I think so. Where their cult leader said that he was like the embodiment of Allah, yeah, right? Right. Yeah. yeah. A lot of a lot of them say that they're either a prophet or they are literally an, God incarna- or, an incarnation of God. Yeah. Yeah. Or space Jesus. Or space Jesus. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Scientology. We'll get to them. Yeah. Uh, no, not just Scientology. Was that children's God? No, Heaven's Gate. Heaven's Gate. Oh, yeah. yeah. Speaking of Heaven's Gate, the other day on YouTube, I got an ad with Marshall Applewhite. <laughs> yeah, he came into the room. He was like, uh, so I wasn't paying attention to YouTube, and I just hear this voice, and I'm like, how do I know this voice? And he looks at it, and he's like, it's Marshall fucking Applewhite. Like, why, are, why is YouTube showing ads of Marshall Applewhite? Yeah, that's an issue that we brought up on our episode about... Uh, that other doc damn it i can never the social dilemma yeah where youtube and even facebook and like any of these companies really they just like have almost no regulations on their ads yeah so then you get cult leaders like spreading their propaganda (laughs) the thing about marshall applewhite is the thing about marshall is if you didn't know who he was that Mm -hmm. was just some old guy preaching about jesus and god right and then the more you listen to it the weirder it gets is heaven's gate even still around though 
Apparently, if they're advertising on YouTube. Maybe they're the trying to make The website's still up, but other than that, I don't know. Most of them died with Hell Bob's Comet. Yeah. I actually, so I watch um, Bailey Sarian on YouTube. Okay. I think Emily watches her. She does murder mystery and makeup. Oh, yeah. And I follow her on Instagram, and for, I don't know if she bought it for herself for, like, Christmas or her birthday or what, mm-hmm. but she actually got a hold of a Heaven's Gate, like, manual. Like, oh, the manuals that no. they gave. She bought it on, like, eBay or some shit. Jeez. <laughs> That's a good way to spend an afternoon, I guess. I mean... it's probably some pretty interesting stuff in there. Hell yeah, I'm sure. So, that was the first characteristic basically the second one was indoctrination or thought reform or Mm -hmm. mind control whatever you want to call it all the same concept just completely getting these people to buy into what you're saying even if they have factual evidence of the contrary they will not pay attention because it gets to a point where they're just programmed so well yeah a big part of the indoctrination is brainwashing yep uh, going to like special retreats, like separating people from their normal schedules and their normal Using, support uh, system. Self-help groups like Nexium did. Yes, <laughs> yes, uh, that's a pretty common tactic. Like retreats, for, like getting people to like leave their cell phone and like go out to this cabin for like a weekend or whatever. Well, one of the big so that article that I read broke down like five or seven different ways to identify a cult uh-huh. and one of the big things that he talked about was how um insular they are yeah. they really like to uh isolate their members right. so that the cult is like basically their only family and they also like to tell them that you know if they do leave the cult and go out into the real world bad things will happen they're to them. gonna get yeah they're gonna get raped they're gonna get killed like yeah it's so it's so twisted and kind of like you said just isolating like quite a few of them will cut off people's access to tv internet it's a hardcore abusive boyfriend yeah energy right also with their diets some of Mm -hmm. them do restrict their diets yeah Yeah. it's easier to break the mind (laughs) yeah that makes sense now that you say it and then the third characteristic that they brought up was basically the after you've gotten the first two so you've got your leader in place you've got the indoctrination or the thought reform the third step or the third characteristic is to exploit your members Mm -hmm. whether that's sexually or financially or for like literal physical labor some of these places like yeah that was the big thing with the um united nations of islam Mm -hmm. and they mostly use child labor right like they will find a way to exploit you and then they will do that over and over until you're either dead or you leave the cult. Yeah. <laughs> so those are kind of like the... Th- I mean, there's other ones. I think you said the other list you said was like seven. Yeah. Um, the there's a ones? few that I have on here. Let's see. Uh, one, of the thing that he, one of the things that he talked about... So the person that did the... That they were interviewing, his name is Steve Eckel. That's probably not how you pronounce his last name. Um, but he's an international cult expert and president of the International Cultic Studies Association, which oh. is apparently a thing. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, but some of the things he was talking about was uh, something that cults do is they pressure you into making a quick decision about becoming involved. Yes. Yep. Um, in the organization, in their activities and things like that. Right. Like Chad was saying, the leader usually proclaims him or herself as having special powers or divinity 
And then, of course, like we said, it's a very closed off and insular. They often use deception to recruit new members. Mm-hmm. Um, and actually... Flirty fishing. Yeah, flirty fishing. That was messed up. I found an interesting stat. Um, I don't know if it was in this interview or if it was in the TED Ed that I watched. But it says that two-thirds of cult members are recruited by friends, family, or coworkers. Mm. Which yeah. I thought was interesting. Yeah. Peer um, pressure is something they brought up. Yeah, peer pressure is a big thing, especially once you're inside the cult. Right. And I think that was a big thing that they brought up with, um, with like, Nexium And mm. all of the Nexium documentaries and stuff that I've listened, peer yeah. pressure is, like, a big thing. Right. Um, and then also... Because nobody... Like, you just approach a random person on the street. Hey, you want to get branded today? Like... Yeah. They're going to say no. <laughs> well, the but, whole branding thing, like, you were pretty deep into Nexium before they brought you into DOS. Yeah. And that's it. That was another point I wanted to bring up. Like, I didn't realize how many of these cults have, like, multiple levels. Yeah. And so, like, the further you get into it, you start getting into these deeper levels where it's just, like, much more fucked up. <laughs> yeah, they have, like, a... So, you basically, you have your lower dregs... Mm-hmm. You're like everyday outside cult members, and then you have like a higher group that's a little bit closer to the cult leader, right? And then you have like the, the main leadership. leadership group that's like heavily involved right. in whatever the cultist, <laughs> whatever that crazy motherfucker that's leading the cult has to, whatever their agenda is, yeah. Which so. Jim Jones, we were talking about him and everything that happened there. I still can't believe, like, I didn't realize that almost a thousand people died. Like, over, yeah, it was like over 950. Yeah, it's like, crazy. very close to a thousand people died. Yeah. And something the, they did an interview with one of the survivors on the Explained. Yeah. And <clears throat> if you don't know how... <laughs> how cults work or what the end game is he was dying i don't know a whole lot about him but he must have been really sick which one jim jones jim jones Jim jones was high he was super high uh meth okay i think was he actually dying though because i thought he was sick or something like that no jim jones wasn't dying okay uh let's see with Jimmy Jones, he... Oh, I love saying Jimmy Jones. Oh my god, what's wrong with you? Keep going. Alright. Well, I forgot where we were going. Where were we going well, with Jimmy Jones? So my point was that he... I thought he was sick, but I guess not. Like, he wanted to commit suicide, so he decided to just kill all of the people that followed him. And right. the interesting thing is that they... He got his, like, assistants to go and kill the kids first. Yeah. So that the parents had no hope they could not return to the united states because they would have been pretty serious criminals obviously yeah plus their kid was dead so they're probably depressed about that yeah so that was pretty crazy <laughs> most of the people who drank the flavor aid that day were led by gunpoint some escaped yeah. through the forest yeah um, they did bring that up too so with that so it was an in-world scenario which most cults use mm-hmm. yeah he got a bunch of farmers from Indiana to move down to Guyana. Yeah. So there's people like all of his followers literally just moving out of the country to some place where he could do literally whatever he wanted. Yeah. Um, they killed a reporter. 
yeah. shit was going to go down. Didn't they kill like a politician? There was a, yeah, there was yeah, like a politician. There's a congressman, I believe it was, who, yeah. who realized that these people had gone missing and was like trying to figure out what was going on. And he went to Guyana to try to figure it out and never was heard from again. <laughs> so like, the, very clearly they killed that guy. <laughs> I think the thing about um, Jonestown that's really interesting, or what was the actual name of his cult? Do you remember? Why am I drawing a blank? I don't know. You're supposed to be the expert. I'm not an expert. I just have morbid curiosity. He, yeah. <laughs> but didn't he basically start the cult on like a platform of the helping people? Uh, the People's Temple. The People's Temple, yeah. Oh, Jim Jones could have been a great man. Yeah, because yeah. he was like trying to help the elderly and all kinds of stuff. He also, yes, he also wanted to like fight racism. So that was like, yeah. that was one of the reasons so many people left with him because there was no racial, racial tension within his group. I was like, yeah, he wanted to, like, help the elderly and had some kind of, like, basic ideas about helping people. But then he was like, oh, I'm also going to just make you all commit suicide. Yeah. So (laughs) it's a dangerous game to play. So they would run fake scenarios once every couple months Mm -hmm. for that purpose. Yeah. Oh, they're coming to raid us. Oh, the world's ending. We need to so on. Kill ourselves. Deal with it first, basically. Yeah. Yeah, dude was really, really high. <laughs> so if you watch any videos of him with his glasses, the guy was really high. Huh. Meth is a hell of a drug, man. And it comes from Indiana, wouldn't you know it? Well, we are the crossroads. <laughs> it's a great place to traffic drugs. Yeah. yeah. But he set up nursing homes and mm-hmm. food kitchens all over the state. That's kind of the interesting thing, too. That's a good point. Like, a lot of these figures get their like get their following get their fame and get their power because they make claims about helping people or saving the world mm-hmm. a surprising amount of them do that i didn't know like a huge amount about about scientology aside from the fact that it was like really weird uh, until i started like researching for this episode and the show i was watching is scientology and the aftermath also on netflix but it's hosted by leah remini rim remini Leah Remini, yeah. Remini. So yeah, I'm she, pretty sure that's how you say your name. Yeah, uh, from King of Queens, which I, like, had no idea she was a Scientologist for a long time. Yeah. <laughs> but she, A lot of times you don't know that they're in Scientology no, until, yeah. like, usually when they leave. Right, yeah. So she, basically, a lot of people are born into Scientology and other cults as well. Yeah. But that's a big issue as well. So if your parent, like, these cults are just around for so long that they have multiple generations of people. The kids don't really know any better. Obviously, they're just kids. Yeah. And then they become adults and start questioning things. And either they toe the line or they get out. So she ended up getting out of it and has since been like hell bent on bringing them down. Her documentary, I haven't watched the whole thing yet, but I've watched a pretty decent amount of the episodes. It's on Hulu too. I don't know if they have all the episodes oh, on there. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. It's all, I believe there's only three seasons, but there's all three seasons are on Netflix. Mm-hmm. Uh, pretty good information. I would definitely recommend people check it out, but. Why was I saying this? Because we were talking about Scientology. Yeah. So for one thing, she like Scientology is kind of structured the same way. There's like the Scientologist, which is like the basic level. And then there's the CEO organization, which is like the deep state. (laughs) These people are like psycho. Yeah. They have to. So Scientology, first of all, if you don't know anything about it, 
it is like 100% a cult. There's no other way to define it. And it's kind of an MLM, is it not? Because don't you have to pay to get to higher levels? Yes. There's there's no return, though. You just pay into it. Oh, okay. So, so there, it's just a scam. It's just a scam. <laughs> so to get into the Church of Scientology, you have to pay tons and tons of money. And they sometimes give you resources for that. But they also give you like a membership card, which, you know, whatever. It, it does get you discounts at certain places that decide for some reason to cooperate with Scientology but not that many to make it worth it because we're talking like thousands of dollars here can we just talk about how many cults start in California (laughs) what is going on in California that so many people (laughs) start and join cults what so (laughs) the disillusion of the hippie movement I was gonna bring that up actually they all ended up in California most of the hippies ended up end up in California okay I mean that makes sense because that was a big movement, and then they had nowhere to go and nothing to do. and So they all started joining cults, I guess. So, yeah. so you take, like, Children of God, who was at the beach, hippies, don't have any food, broke. Mm-hmm. Here's a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Come join our cult. We'll right. give you more peanut butter and jelly. <laughs> yeah, something that I um, I can't remember. I watched so much stuff, I can't remember all yeah. this information is coming from. Right. But something that was brought up, I want to say it was the Ted Ed that I watched, but honestly, I can't tell you was so many cults started in like the 60s and 70s mm, yeah. when there was just like so much turmoil in the world people right. were disillusioned with the vietnam war uh so many people were getting assassinated like jfk and yeah. martin luther king and um bobby kennedy and so many people were just like looking for something to believe in yeah and that's like something that cults kind of prey on is like a desire to have like deeper meaning or deeper some, meaning to make yeah, yeah belonging, belonging yeah making yourself more important than just a random it's that whole thing i feel like we bring this up in like a ton of episodes it's just because so deeply ingrained in our human nature we want to belong right to a tribe yeah so that's kind of how that works yeah for sure so scientology if you're like you're buying in so here's the like some of the weird things i learned about them they are extremely like like you said earlier about something else, they're, like, really, really pushy. They want you to make a snap decision. Yeah. They will often separate, like, husbands and wives or whatever, like, couples. They will separate spouses from each other and try to get them both to buy into the Scientology. <laughs> I think I watched an, an interview that she did on, like, a late night show or something where yeah. she was saying that you have to, like, have permission to do a lot of things. Like, even just to work. Yeah. Unless you're Tom Cruise, because Tom Cruise apparently can do whatever he wants. Right. And Foxfish. Yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> I mean, I don't know, but I couldn't believe it. <laughs> After hearing some of the shit about Scientology, I would believe it. So, with Scientology, L. Ron Hubbard is weird as a cult leader. Yeah. Because he did most of it is about power and control. Right. He was just all about the money. Yeah. That's all it boils down to. He well, just wanted their money. Cult leaders that are like that. Well, he the whole yeah the whole thing behind Scientology is like this book or this like series of rules that he wrote and basically that they're trying to save the world they're trying to like clear the world of evil and it's like he never really says how to do that he just wants you to keep paying them and then it just keeps going from there you just keep paying them over and over so yeah that was something that they brought up in an episode of last podcast that i was listening to where it's like you keep paying so you can get to a higher level so that you yeah. can understand like the end game but like right. you never get you, to the end game no you don't ever get there because there is there is no end game the yeah. end game is to get you to give them all your money so they will like pressure these people so hard to buy into it 
and they're like, oh, I don't have money. They're going to make you sign up for credit cards and then they're going to rack those credit cards to the maximum. That's crazy. And then Scientology just has that money. Like, you're not getting that money back. Yeah. So you tell them you don't have money. They make you sign up for credit cards. They make you, like, sell your property, sell your house, sell anything you can. Like, they will bend you over backwards to get that money. I mean, Nexium didn't sign people up for credit cards, but they would definitely, like, pressure you. Like, uh, the sort of like the main person who has spoken out about it, um, Sarah Edmondson? That sounds about right. She had talked about where they were trying to get her to sign up for some course. And, you know, she was a struggling actress when she got into Nexium. She was yeah. like, I don't know. Like, I can't really afford it. And they basically, like, pressured her into it. They were like, what was it? Something about, like, do you want to keep living your life the way it is? Or do you want to do something take about control. it? Yeah. yeah. Do you want to take control of your life? By or do you want to keep being a victim? <laughs> yeah. So. It's weird that people just are like oh yeah that sounds like a logical thing to do let's just go ahead and give these random people my money and yeah let me just go ahead and pour all of my money into this self-help group just because they say it's gonna help me change my life man that ruined the show smallville for me (laughs) can't watch it anymore because val's and mac yeah yeah that's weird and she was deep into she was pretty deep into it yeah i mean they were doing the um branding ceremony at her townhouse that's uh, kind of like the point of no return. Yeah. Uh, Scientology is one of those where they will, if you're, if you're deep into it, if you're in the Sea Org, they will not give you access to TV, different things like that. They the will put C-Org? you... That's Yeah, that's like the deeper level Sea Organization. Oh. They're all obsessed with like sailing and boats. I don't know why. I don't... It was in the Navy. Oh, okay. That oh, run. okay. Yeah, he also fought a war with an island, <laughs> but that's a different story. <laughs> Oh no! It's on an inhabited island. Yeah. So they, so like, there's just so many things about Scientology that's bizarre. I don't even know if I can. Scientology in and of itself is just bizarre. Yeah, it's just bizarre in general. But the more you learn about it, you're just like, who is, who is believing any of this? Who is doing any of this? Tom Cruise. Tom Tom Cruise apparently. (laughs) Lots of celebrities. Lots of people in Los Angeles. Yeah. Yeah. But they. I actually heard that as a recruitment method for Scientology, they. Uh, project movies on the side of the Scientology building in downtown LA or Hollywood, wherever it is. Yeah, it's in LA. But, so they they have all these weird laws that they make their people follow. There's one called, like, the freeloader law. So, like, when you first get into the Sea Org, you can't have an official job. They just make you work for them. Hmm. But at the same time, they consider you a freeloader because of that. So they charge you money. For, like, housing and food and, and shit like that while you're doing manual labor for them. <laughs> so kind of like sharecropping. So how does that work? Yeah, exactly like sharecropping. <laughs> so then these people are, are supposed to be getting, like, an education or a skill set. And then they're working and they're, they accumulate this huge freeloader debt, which often they pay for yeah. whatever reason once they eventually come into money. But, so that's weird enough on its own. But it's like, they also don't really train people for any of these things that they're doing. They believe in reincarnation, so they believe that at some point in one of your past lives, you will have learned how to do this job. So, so it's just going to come back to you? Yeah, so just do it. Here, You just need to do it. So a lot of them get injured and, like, pretty serious injuries. <laughs> it's like, one of the dudes on the... Which show was this? 
this was the Remini show. Um, one of the dudes had like literally lost an eye, was covered in scars on like his legs and his arms and stuff because they kept putting him in these construction projects. Oh my god! And he was young. Like people quite often joined them at like the age of eighteen and stuff when they're just like getting out of school and trying to figure out what to do. Yeah. So yeah, he like lo- literally lost his eye. They wouldn't pay for any of the medical bills, anything like that. Like it's crazy shit. <laughs> and also because they have these weird ideas about like reincarnation and different things like that. They don't really care about age. So if there's kids within the Sea Org who are, like, not following the rules, they will send them to these, like, hardcore discipline centers. Yeah. (laughs) Along with adults. Like, they will do it to adults, too. But it's crazy to me that they will send kids there. And they do, like, hard labor. They sit through, like, really serious, like, verbal abuse, sometimes physical abuse, too. Sounds a lot like the United Nations of Islam. Yeah, like all these cults have so many things in similar. Like yeah. it's just it's just crazy. But there's there's definitely some allegations of like child like sexual abuse as well. I'm sure. Which it just really depends on what person you get to actually like tell their story because these people are like hounded so hard. But yeah, like Yeah, I've heard um it was like in the same interview that I watched her do where she was talking about things that they do to you if yeah. you like speak out against them it's or you do nuts. something that they don't like like they they will destroy your life right they straight up fucking stalk you yeah. and like threaten physical harm yeah it's they will, crazy they will hire private investigators to literally tail you 24 yeah. 7 they will go through your trash they will like so one of the guys she interviews throughout the run time of the show basically he's like yeah, I left Scientology for this reason. Actually, no, he didn't even leave Scientology. He decided to help somebody that Scientology did not like. Mm-hmm. And they, like, ruined his life because of it. Yeah. So he was, like, a, an inventor. He, oh, no, what was it? He came up with the machines that will, like, copy a key for you. So, like, he's got that idea, and he's got all these other ideas, but they, he was trying to launch this idea to, like, create clean ice. I guess there's, like, some sort of issue where... A certain amount of people die from like contaminated ice machines. He was like, "I can fix. I've come up with this idea. I can fix it." So he was like trying to get this business up and running to like produce them. Mm-hmm. And Scientology got mad at him because he was befriending this person that they had exiled. Yeah. <laughs> and they came after him. They started. And he's a me- keep in mind he's a member of Scientology while this is happening. So they started harassing him. They started going like literally just walking into these meetings that he's trying to have and like saying a bunch of crazy shit, throwing, like, propaganda pamphlets on the table, like, about him specifically. So it's like, they will go to extremes to, like, ruin your life. So that business idea that he had, that never got up and running. And... A lot of cults are like that, though. Like, once you leave or speak out against them, you're shunned. Yeah. Like, your family, if they're still in the cult, they're not allowed to talk to you. Yep. Nobody in the cult is allowed to talk to you. And some of them, like... Jehovah's Witness and the... FLDS, which is an offshoot of Latter-day Saints, mm-hmm. they both have that exact same thing. You're, you're an apostate or you're like a... They have they have all like different terminology for it. Yeah. But if you are like... If you decide to leave the cult, you are shunned. Your family cannot speak to you. Like, nobody can interact with you. Mm-hmm. It's, it's crazy. And some of them like Scientology and Nexium will even come after you. Yeah. Nexium usually came after you in like the courts though. Yeah. Scientology does too because they have so much money that they can just like sue the shit out of you 
whether it's like for good reason or not. You guys are just going to have to deal with the furnace running because I'm not going to be able to get rid of that sound. <laughs> not without seriously fucking our audio. We're recording in a different room for reasons. Because there's three of us today. Because there's three of us. <laughs> so, enjoy the nice ambient sound of Chad's furnace. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was what I was going to say. So, one of their weird ideas about children and reincarnation and so on and so forth, like, they will... Now I lost it again. Oh no. Get it together, Chadwick. What was it? This is terrible. It just came back to me and then it left. <laughs> Do you have something oh. to say, dear? Oh, I did. I remember. Okay. So, since they think that eventually you just are going to cycle back into a different life, they tell people that your kids don't matter. You don't have to have a relationship really with them. Your life, like your priorities, are Scientology. Literally everything else comes after that. So there's people who joined the organization with their kids and then, like, literally shipped their kids off to a different state or, like, knew about sexual abuse that was happening and didn't do anything to stop it. Like, it just goes on and on. Like, they will make people do the craziest shit. Well, that was the thing with the United Nations of Islam, too. Like, once you sent your kids to be to like work for them they could just send them to another state and you wouldn't even know where your kids were unless like somebody who had seen them in this other state was like in your community and talked to you and like happened to mention that they had seen your kid and you're just supposed to be cool with it and you're just like okay with it (laughs) because oh uh maybe i'm not super close to them in this lifetime but once we save the world in a a different lifetime i'll i'll meet them again like what the what the hell (laughs) no (laughs) It's just bizarre, but they will, yeah, they will do all these things. They will separate you from your support system. They will, like, drain your finances, and then eventually, once you're no use to them, they will just kick you out and not think twice about it. Yeah. So after Hubbard died, this other guy took control of the organization, David Miscavige, and he's fucking, he's somehow worse than L. Ron Hubbard, because he, like, literally beats everybody, (laughs) like... For no reason, really, he'll just decide that he's upset about something and just start physically beating the members of his of his group. It's crazy. That guy's a psycho. But oh, so yeah, they've somehow gotten tax exempt status, and that was because they're a religion, yeah. quote unquote, religious organization. And that was one of like the major focuses of of Leah's show. She's like, literally everything they're doing is going against the actual laws that allow you to become tax exempt. So she's like trying really hard to bring them down, and I hope I hope eventually it happens because it's just insane to me. Yeah, a lot of the things I mean, everything that they're doing is insane, and the fact that they're getting these massive, massive tax cuts because apparently that's you just like I don't even know why they're getting them. It's crazy. I don't know why most religions get massive. Tax I mean, they, cuts. yeah, that's another issue. They just shouldn't. But like, what's his face? Um, Joel Osteen. Osteen, yeah. In his giant fucking mansion. He's got multiple mansions. I. That's ridiculous. It is ridiculous. God wants you to buy me a new plane. <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> his followers sure do believe so. I. I know. I was trying to figure out like what is wrong with the people who join cults like like do they just like not want to make their own decisions or I mean you know that 
that is my fascination with cults. Is yeah. I seek to understand how the fuck these people get talked into this shit. I, I don't get it. I get the reasoning behind it sometimes, but also, like, if somebody tells me to give them all their money, like, all my money, I'm not going to just do that. Well, most of the time the people are depressed and drug addicts. Right. Need some form of structure to their lives. Yeah. That's what they're seeking. Yeah, and uh, a lot of the things that I watched, they said that loneliness and a desire for meaning make people more susceptible which again makes sense, but like to the, they're willing just like literally to forsake everything to get that, and it's just crazy to me. The euphoria they feel from belonging—that's all they care about, apparently. Yeah. Well, and uh, <laughs> some of these cults do use like deep psychological methods. Yeah, that's true. And they really like break you down emotionally and psychologically, and like they just need to get you in the door a few times, and eventually the brainwashing is going to take its course. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Or they use women. Flirty, Flirty fishing. fishing. God. So that was the was children, children of God. God right? Yeah. So Grandpa. that was. That was on the Cults and Extreme Belief. It's a documentary series on Hulu. It might be other places, but that's where I was watching it. There's also... Um, I've mentioned last podcast on the left on here a lot. They they do a lot of episodes on cults and just like... Uh, yeah. Um, true crime in general. And they've got... Did they end up redoing The Children of God? Did they have two? No, they just said the one... But they redid Heaven's Gate. Oh, mm. right. Heaven's Gate was the one they redid. But, um... Children of God's real weird. Oh. And it's It's a lot more going. fucked up than it gets into. It. Yeah. Children of God is really fucked up. Honestly, I wonder if that's why, um, River Phoenix had such a bad drug problem. And uh, why he ended up dying. He's part of it? His family, yeah, was Ooh. in the Children of God. Jeez. And Rose McGowan's family was as well. Her dad was actually, like, pretty high up in the, like, Italian chapter. So their their leader was, like, a musician at first, right? Or he was involved in this, like, music production? Son of a preacher started, like I said earlier, with this meeting. You have a giant Thanks. wizard eyebrow. I'm so sorry. It's so distracting. But, Continue. um... <laughs> basically, yeah, he... They had a traveling tour group. Yeah. Didn't they, like, produce albums in France? Or am yeah. I thinking yeah. of a different cult? Okay. Yeah, they were, like, worldwide. Yeah. Oh, yeah, they still are. It was, yeah, they still are worldwide. But All right, come on, friends. Free sandwiches and meet the cool counterculture hippie known <laughs> as Jesus. Yeah. So he's one of those that thinks he's God or whatever. Oh, yeah, Grandpa. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so... There is, like, a never-ending stream of bullshit about this cult, but they were really bad about pedophilia and... Free love. Free love. And his whole thing was, like, yeah, like, love is good. It doesn't hurt anybody, so go ahead and just love each other. By love, he means sex. Yeah. (laughs) So they had a lot of shady stuff going on with kids and, like, child brides, which is another thing a lot of these cults have. Yeah, he even married his own granddaughter. Yeah, that was one of the reasons that they were able to bring him down, is, like, she eventually got out of the cult and was like, this dude is my grandpa, and he's trying to have sex with me, and everybody's like, what the fuck? (laughs) 
So his kids, before he would agree to marriage, had to fuck their wives in front of him. He molested his grandchildren. Yeah. It was bad. And they still exist. Yeah, they still exist. So there wasn't his son the one who committed suicide? Oh, he went on a rampage. He He killed one of his nannies? Yeah. Yeah. I guess you can actually, like... I mean, I don't recommend it. I've never watched them. I but you can actually like find his videos on well, he YouTube. Did, yeah, he did like videotapes explaining the abuse he suffered and why he was about to kill himself and, and all kill his while nanny. he's like loading his fucking. Yeah, gun. he's like literally got a gun that he's loading, and I feel really I mean, bad for that guy. He went through. Oh, didn't what was the whole thing with him? Like he was a. Uh... So it was his. It was his stepson technically but wasn't he supposed to be like a messiah or something yeah, he was going to be the next like was, leader yeah but he and was molested from pretty much the time he was born yeah he yeah. suffered just like horrific sexual abuse and he, he tried to make the leader try to make him like sleep with his relatives too right like his, he, he actually um the granddaughter mary yeah um he actually like forced him to have sex with her yeah it's just like crazy shit. Yeah. Of course, now they maintain that they don't believe in having sex with children. But so the, yeah, so Mary, who's the granddaughter, she got out and started bringing all this publicity because she did like an on-air interview about everything, mm-hmm. and that was some of the reasons why he got arrested and and shit went down. But his is it one of his wives runs the cult now? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're they're still going. Yeah, yeah. It's, it was one of his. And supposedly they're still in like 80 countries or something. Yeah, they're still a massive organization, which is bizarre to me. But so after that shit shit went down, they were like, oh yeah, we we got rid of all these rules and laws that the original leader wrote about having sex with kids. Like, we don't do that anymore. You know, that's a fucking lie. Like, none of the other leaders were ever in trouble. It was only only the one original dude. Yeah. Like, all these other people were still around, still encouraging this to happen. Pretty much it's just human trafficking because, again, this is one that's been around for so long that mm-hmm. there's just multiple generations of people involved in it. Yeah, I think, didn't he even have, like, they were moving kids around, like, to the Philippines and stuff? Yeah. Like, his child brides, yeah, they would little, take him to him in the Philippines. Right, like, they did so much weird shit. Yeah. And a lot of it involved kids. Yeah. Like, a lot of it. But, yeah, if you're just, like, born into that cult, you have no idea, like, you can't what so if you're going to watch that series on A&E I recommend taking a break between the Children of God and Jehovah's Witness yeah, uh, they episodes Yeah uh, a lot of overlapping child abuse and yeah. it's, it's pretty rough not enjoyable So not even Mary but one of the other ladies who had been in kind of like that same circle Yeah she's the one that they interviewed for the show Well cuz Mary died Yeah Mary did not commit suicide but she died at like 45 or something she was pretty young yeah, I think she was, like, heavily into drugs and stuff for, like that. For a little while, yeah. yeah. She ended up kind of getting it together, and she did a lot to try to, like, help people in that situation. But... Did we ever explain what flirty fishing is? No. No, we didn't explain. Would you like <laughs> to explain flirty fishing? It is prostituting yourself for God. So Essentially. <laughs> that's what the, the Mo letters say. Oh, yeah. That's what his, uh, like doctrines were called were the mo letters it's psycho rambling yeah basically go out and hooker oh, be a hooker for god bring more people in the church get their yeah. money they mostly use young women to seduce men into the cult they did use yeah, men to seduce women yeah. as well but 
as we all know, it's a lot easier to dupe men into doing stupid shit with sex than it true. is women. Very true. Even on top of that, just a lot of their propaganda had risque drawings on it. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, like you said earlier, his whole thing was it, basically it was just a sex cult. Yeah, yeah, it was. Sex of all varieties. Oh, yeah. No boundaries, really, for, no. for those people. Yeah, just like the fact that they're still going. Like, who? Oh, so that yeah, that was one thing they were saying. Like the lady who was doing the interview that well, had, had that escaped it, was it. So hard to take them down because yes. they are so international. Because they're international, yeah. so they they over and over have kept telling the FBI like this is happening, and there's like certain laws and like a lot of the things that they have actual proof on were like so long ago that the FBI is kind of like I just can't do anything about this. Apparently, they need like current data. Yeah. Statue of limitations. Yeah, statue yeah. of limitations. But it's just like so shitty. Like obviously that stuff is still going on. Who was letting these people continue to do this? But yeah, it gets tricky if if these people are able to go worldwide and just like keep moving around, they can avoid pretty much any laws or any repercussions. Yeah. They're just too hard to like track down basically. And again, because cults are so um isolated. It's hard to, like, get that information from people. Yeah. It's hard to... Yeah, like, a lot of survivors don't even ever reach out or tell anybody. Yeah. Uh, they said the suicide rate among survivors is, like, really, really high. But for that one, especially. Yeah, that one girl said that she knew of... She didn't know all of them directly, but she knew of at least 100 people who had that, killed yeah, themselves. Right. Because of what happened in that cult. Yeah, that's... And most of these people were like children that were born into it who right. eventually got out. Yeah. But some of the cults just end with everybody dead. So Like right. Heaven's Gate. Like Heaven's Gate. Or Jonestown. Oh, I think that's what I was going to say. So she she was in that cult, basically, and then she... Somebody had died, like somebody, one of her relatives, I believe. So she had to leave to attend that funeral. And pretty much the moment she left, she was like, oh... This thing that I've been in my whole life is real fucked up. That that woman that was in Children of God? Mm, yes. So it's like a lot of these people just need a little bit of time away from the power of the cult. And then they realize how bad it is. Well, they had been... I don't know if this was when she was still in the cult or what. But she had talked about how... Um, I guess to like prepare themselves for some accusations that were being thrown out against the cult... Yeah. They made them watch, like, videos. Right. And she had seen one of herself. As a kid, yeah. As a kid. Um, and it, like, basically, like, triggered in her mind that she had been subject to this abuse. Right. And kind of made her realize what had been happening the whole time. Yeah. Well, separation doesn't always work either. Not always. But that's how a lot of it happens. Like, if you are stuck in that environment, you're never going to, like, come out of it. Well, no, because they're just going to keep feeding into your your, bullshit yeah like with heaven's gate they let them go home for two weeks before the comic game those people (laughs) they missed their chance god yeah that was one of the first internet cults i believe so yeah. yeah they really cashed in on the early internet yeah and the green bay packers i don't know about that you know more about heaven's gate than i do their logo, they straight up stole the Green Bay Packers. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Bizarre. Well, 
cults don't always make sense, you know? So one of the real wacky ones is the World Peace and Unification Sanctuary. And some of their offshoots, basically. But these are, again, people who are just straight up like, yeah, I'm, I'm a prophet or I'm God. And then everybody's like, cool. Is that the one with the guns? Yes. Oh my is, fucking God. That's the one with the guns. So it wasn't originally like that, necessarily. No. But these, this dude and his wife, like had such crazy control over these this huge congregation like this is another one that's worldwide it was located i can't remember what country but it was in asia and they had such a huge following like again the type of thing where people are just giving them tons and tons of money maybe i want to say south korea maybe Mm. but yeah so they just really well established cult they had they had their shit figured out uh the dad or like the whatever the leader ended up dying and then it kind of branched out after that so his wife well they're here in the u.s they are now yeah yeah so his wife kind of like took over like the original group and then some of them left with one of his sons and the son is the guy who we're talking about because he came to america and started his cult which was an offshoot and he is obsessed with like guns and violence like and AR-15s and real shady stuff he wears a crown made out of bullets yeah he wears a he kind of started he kind of started out on YouTube as well and he kind of like built following up that way even further but he would kept he kept doing all these like sermons quote unquote and eventually more more and more people just started showing up to his church actually his I don't know if they started in Asia and then came here but his dad was actually here practicing because mm. they so they would hold these like big like mass group weddings they, yeah they do and mass. actually one of the ones that they did like they filled Yankee Stadium yeah which is crazy yeah that's true it was a lot of people <laughs> yeah so that was something they do he still does it but now guns are involved so yeah they, you have to have a gun you have to bring your gun to this area an assault rifle yeah at that and of course, they try to make it sound better than it is. Like, oh, the weapons aren't loaded, blah, blah, blah. And it's just like, okay, but it's still pretty fucking weird. Like, why are you guys so obsessed with guns? And he takes all of these, like, small pieces of scripture. A lot of them are out of, like, Revelations. Yeah. Which is, like, the most fucked up book of the Bible. That is something that they brought up, too. Like, usually when people use parts of scripture for cults, they take it out of Revelations, yeah. and it's usually, like, the crazy parts. They're like, oh, it's the end of the world, and yeah. we gotta, like, rule... I don't remember the verse, but it's, like, something about rule with lead, or rule with iron, or, like, iron rod, or something like that. Something and that's, about the iron rod. That's where he, like, developed this idea that everybody has to have a gun, and they teach... The weird part to me is that they start teaching their kids at a pretty young age, like... They have, like, pictures of little kids holding knives and fucking pistols. Yeah. And one of the things they brought up on the on the documentary, Colts and Extreme Belief, they interviewed somebody who, him and his brother pretty much shot their mom to death. He didn't. It was his brother, was his brother. and his youngest brother was with him, but his yeah. other, I guess it was like the middle brother, had accidentally shot their mom. Because I guess they had like this big wooded area behind their home. And he was out there shooting guns, and he didn't realize that she was out there, right. and ended up shooting her twice. Luckily, she didn't die, but, but she, she was, was like paralyzed. Paraly- yeah, that was it. She got paralyzed. Yeah. So that guy obviously left the cult and was like, "Hey, this is this is not good." Yeah. He was <laughs> uh, like, "Fuck this, I'm out." Yeah. You only shoot your mom once. That's all it takes, I guess. But their just obsession, yeah. So they're like, pretty much 
and here's where it gets dangerous because they teach that all these cults are teaching people that there's some force that they have to fight against whether that's like a spiritual force more often it's a, a literal physical force a group of people that they don't like so here's where everybody's like afraid of this world peace and whatever unification sanctuary is that they're arming their kids they're teaching them how to like fight basically and kill people and then they're like telling them oh gay people are bad yeah colored people are bad like they're giving them all these really terrible belief systems and then making them violent and then telling them that somebody is coming after them so it's like uh, there's a natural basically waiting for them to become the next waco yeah exactly that's what people are afraid of like they're setting this up so that there's going to be a violent whatever some something violent is going to happen and they were having one of their marriage ceremonies and they're they're located so close to this elementary school so all these people were coming from out of town with guns and weapons and everybody was like uh no <laughs> so they like closed the school they had to like take the kids out of town it was like crazy shit yeah but as far as i know this cold is still going around too a lot of the stuff that happened was uh, within the last few years so yeah that yeah. yeah that was not very long ago where they had this ceremony and their school was shut down because of obviously all of the mass shootings people were like uh you can't just uh you just can't do that right next to an elementary school do you have something to say i hate that saying what the next waco i mean probably not gonna be as big of a clusterfuck as waco was waco that was all the government right it usually is <sighs> yeah it was a cult but they were that was all the government the government shot the government <laughs> That's what happens when you give untrained people high-caliber weaponry. I don't disagree with that. But basically the idea that, yeah, it's it's going to end violently. Yeah. It, they're, they're setting themselves up for that. So it seems pretty inevitable. Unless somebody stops them. But I don't see that happening. No, probably not. What other cults did I learn about? So yeah, the FLDS, we talked a little bit about them. But pretty much the same types of things. These people are an offshoot of the Latter-day Saints. They, uh, going way back, their first prophet was Joseph Smith. They believe that... I believe that Mormonism is a cult anyway. Yeah. But <laughs> it's pretty close to it. Uh, FDLS is an extreme version of yeah. it. How do you get much more extreme than Mormonism is anyway? Well... It's I don't. I it's don't know weird. anything about the FLDS, so they, you guys educate me. Yeah, it's pretty much the same type of shit. They're like generational. They they have like nothing, so they don't have internet. They have they live in like an extremely poor community because there's just no resources. There's no job opportunities. The cult just like bought land, and then they all lived on the land until the cult leader got arrested for pedophilia. Yeah, um, basically, they believe the church got too far away from the old teaching so the multiple wives and all that stuff right. they wanted all that back oh so yeah they're one of those uh polygamous but not really it's only one way so only a guy can have multiple wives well isn't that the way it's always been though as far as mormonism well, goes as, yeah as far as like the christian offshoots yeah. yeah but there's yeah like it's very sexist like the women are just like told who to marry by the prophet if the prophet's not cool then guess what you're not getting married if you piss the prophet off he's just gonna deny you your right to get married to anybody it's just like all these weird types of things 
So yeah, he that that leader, I think he might actually still be alive, but he got arrested because he was trying to marry this 14-year-old. And people were like, uh, fuck no. No, he was marrying them younger than that. Well, probably, yeah, but for this, like the thing that got him in trouble, they found out and he got turned in and somehow. I don't even know how, but they arrested him. But they left the rest of the cult there. Like all these people are still there. They're still doing the exact same things. But one of the, the like the ladies that are still in this cult that were interviewed for the show, like she married her high school teacher. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> who, who are these people? <laughs> Why are they so cool with pedophilia? I don't. I don't know, man. So once the leader got arrested, they lost a lot of their property because the government was like, no, you can't have this This, this belongs to me now. Yeah. So they're, they're now even poorer than they ever were. They, like, make all of their clothes. They don't have any food. They don't have any jobs. Do they make their own magic underwear? Yes. So they live, like, next to this mountain. I can't remember what state they're in. Utah or something like that. Yeah, it's Utah. Well, yeah. yeah, that's, like, the big Mormon hub is Utah. So they're just, like, kind of stuck in this poor area. They've got no future. Like, eventually these people are just going to die out because nobody likes them, first of all. But also, <laughs> they have no money. They have no resources. They're getting, like, kicked out of these areas. So it's weird. Even, like, the lady they interviewed would not even, like, agree that the leader did anything bad. She was like, he's a good man. Everything he's ever done to me is good. And it's Some just hardcore brainwashing. Yeah, right it's creepy. Like she even went to college, which was the surprising thing. Like she is educated. You'd be surprised how many of these people actually are educated. Yeah, I know. You just you just wouldn't expect that. And like so many like heirs and heiresses to like big families. Like yeah. is it um, both heiresses? Is it the Seagram's like dynasty yeah i think i heard a little bit about that that are in nexium right and they were actually like paying his uh legal fees for a while i think eventually they flipped on him but i'm not 100 percent sure i know like a bunch of people once the trial started kicking off started flipping on him like i think even allison mack made a deal against him that's more than the flds can say yeah (laughs) they don't give a shit (laughs) or the children of god or like yeah a lot of these people like do not care you can, like, literally have proof that their leader is a scumbag. And they're like, nah, he's only ever been good to me. That's all I care about. Yeah. And they just refuse to let go. But you look like you had something to say. Yeah, there's a lot of cults that I could bring up. I mean, go right ahead. That's what we're here for. <laughs> um, I'm Shurikyo, the Japanese cult. Did the sarin tax in the early 90s. Oh, the in the subway? Yeah. I heard, yeah, I know a little bit about them, but not a whole lot. They, let's see, he, it was a cult where he made a prophecy that the world was going to, world was going to end. So he was going to make it happen. He was so close to getting a nuclear bomb when Russia collapsed. Oh my God. That's terrifying. Um, Shuriko means mountain wizards, (laughs) which is awesome. (laughs) But. It sounds like a cult that you could get duped into joining. I mean, I look like a mountain wizard. I might as well. (laughs) Justin's like, sign me up, bro. Um, let's see. The, as a, they murdered a bunch. Uh, they did a bunch of torture, in the sense of trying to figure out how to break people. Yeah, they were only fit. The people were only fed cabbage, in cabbage <laughs> water. Um, electric yeah. shocks to the brain. They killed one guy by cooking him in a giant microwave that oh, they built. What the fuck? Yeah, it was the. Then there was the sarin tax that killed. 
hundreds of people, thousands. Yeah, they yeah. gassed Subway basically when there was a bunch of people on it. Yeah, I, I do remember hearing about that. His his whole goal was to start World War Three. Was that in Tokyo the attack? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, from what I hear about those Tokyo trains, they're pretty full. Yes. And the thing about most of the people that were involved in that still went to work. Jeez. That's how... Just, like, right afterwards? Yeah, yeah. Oh. Just hopped off the train. If they could see, they went to work. God. Most people were blind. Yeah. Fucking Japanese work ethic. They're, like, the <laughs> only country worse than us <laughs> about work ethic. Yeah, but the thing about Japan is they do work really hard, but they also party hard. They do. Like, pass out in the middle of the street at 5 a.m. Yeah. They have those little pod hotels where <laughs> yeah. it's basically just, like, hallways lined with cots. Right. And you just kind of rent one for the night and just pass the fuck out. Yeah, and then go to work the next morning. They also have vending machines where you can buy beer. Just like a fucking vending machine. Yeah. And panties, apparently. Uh, yeah. Used ones. Yep. Gross. They also have a penis festival. <laughs> oh, yeah. I think I heard about that. I actually, they have, like, non-alcoholic beer that they specifically target towards children. I mean... So they, like, get you used to the taste of beer really quick. I mean, I for sure, in Ireland, witnessed a couple, like, 12, 13-year-olds drinking a Guinness. I mean... They just treat it like water there. Some some people, I shouldn't say everybody, but it, it definitely happens. Yeah. <laughs> Beer isn't, like, the absolute worst thing for you, though. Like, if you're drinking a small amount of it, it's fine. I started with wine. Yeah. I also was raised Catholic, so... Yeah. Blood of Jesus. Yeah. But only at... It's only the blood of Christ when it's been blessed by a priest. (laughs) Okay. Because, you know, they don't believe in paganism, but fuck, are they ritualistic? Oh, yes. Absolutely. Probably one of the most ritualistic forms of christianity absolutely i I, mean they're the oldest ones too so that kind of makes sense the original yeah but that's a good point that you said like a lot of these cults are trying to like end the world if it just kind of fits into their narrative so if it's not happening they just try to do it that was a big thing with charles manson he like was convinced that there's going to be this gigantic race war that's that's why a lot of the stuff that he did was trying to basically start it with Charles Manson, he just wanted to get high in the desert and ride doom buggies. He wasn't expecting it to actually go as far as it did. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> Some of the things he said were pretty pointed. He did it. I really doubt he expected it to go as far as it did. I don't know, man. Like, Hulter Skelter is like... He, he came up with a lot of those ideas. Yeah, I've seen him do interviews. I've looked into his eyes, and he is straight up fucking crazy. He's fucking evil. There's yeah, there's something wrong with that. <laughs> like you could see the crazy in his eyes. Yeah. At that point, is it just not a character he's playing? I, I mean, he's been doing it for so long. I don't know, man. Potentially, but, but he he was an evil guy. Yeah, it's just for the most part, I think he just wanted to drive dirt oh, and do buggies in the desert. <laughs> I mean, he did have the potential to be a huge cult leader. I mean, he didn't actually yeah. do any of the crimes himself. He just committed them all, or he convinced just them all. manipulated yeah. hardcore and convinced people to do shit for him. Right. So that whole situation could have been a lot worse. I mean, yeah, that's true. Even still, after he was in prison, he had just had all these groupies and all these people who. Yeah, he still has in, groupies in prison. We're still in love with him and things like that. Like. It's just weird, the power... Prison groupies, I don't understand you. I don't either. Same thing with, like, the same thing happened to Ted Bundy, and just, like, all these people. Yeah. Richard Ramirez had groupies, and he had 
rotted teeth. That guy's nasty looking. Night yeah. Stalker. Yeah. Yeah. Weird looking guy. Very messed up. You didn't watch that, did you, Sam? No. So he wasn't a cult leader, but he was a very prolific serial killer. Like, he would often kill, like, multiple people in one night. Just go house to house, basically. The thing is, he would he would break into your house and he might not kill you, just rob you. Just yeah. how he felt. Yeah, sometimes he didn't kill them. Like, sometimes he would just straight up let people go. It's bizarre. And when he did kill you right before you say, uh, say Hell Satan or whatever it was. Yeah. Yeah. Why do people still live in California? All y'all have is cults and serial killers. <laughs> so many from California. So many serial killers and cults so from California. Because the weather is nice, and that's and it all, makes people crazy. I guess that's all that some people care about. I guess. Well, Jeez. he had a he had a fucked up childhood. Yeah, most a lot of them, them do. A lot of them do. Yeah. yeah. Um. So, what? How much do you know about Wake? I mean, not a ton. I learned a little bit about it, like, when I was younger, then I haven't kept up with it since then. I never watched the show, but a lot of people said that was pretty good. I never watched the show, either. Yeah. It's for the most part, what I felt about Waco, yes, it was a cult, yes, he was a pedophile, all that bullshit. Yeah. But they rated him on the sense... The ATF rated him because of... Um, he reported... Because one of some of his members were making meth, and he reported them to the government. Wow, why did he do that? (laughs) Because that wasn't part of their church. Okay. And so when they raided them, they found out, hey, they also have a shit ton of guns. Right. Why was the ATF raiding them over meth? Why wasn't the DEA? The DEA did. Oh. Got the meth lab out of there. But they're also, hey, these people have a lot of guns. So that's why ATF got involved. Yes. Okay. The thing is, how that cult made money was... They refurbished guns right. and then sold them to at gun shows. Gotcha. So there was it was all just inventory. Right. But the shootout, most of the people who got hurt were the ATF, <laughs> and they shot themselves. <laughs> there was very few of the actual church that was shooting back, and those were just young people who were scared out of their mind. Huh. Waco was a huge clusterfuck. It was. Yes. Like, one guy they shot climbing the fence and left his body hanging there for three days. Oh, my God. While wild dogs picked at his body. <laughs> Shit that happens in America, I swear. In Texas. Mostly Texas and California for some reason. Well, okay, so based off of those criteria, this is kind of what we talked about where Trump pretty much positioned himself into a cult leader. Uh I still don't understand. He's not charismatic. I don't get it. And that's the thing, too. Because like, that's something that was brought up in some of those interviews on the shows. It's like, charisma really just depends on what you're looking for. What you're looking for. So he's wealthy. He he's racist. is famous. He's got so much publicity. That's kind of all that some people care about. Yes, he is racist, obviously. And it's like sexist and he's a fucking sexual predator. Pre- he is a predator, but like some people only see, oh, he knows what he, they they think he knows what he's doing. Obviously, he's, he doesn't. I mean, he, how many businesses has he bankrupt? <laughs> he doesn't know what he's doing, but he he looks like he does at times, and he is very very well known. He gets people to do all these things. So yeah, like kind of just going off of those characteristics, I was like, like he just like yeah, he's got a cult following. It's it's not really deniable at this point 
So he's a charismatic leader, quote unquote. Um, he indoctrinates people. He very purposely like attacked news sources and facts, and like he found a way to make people believe in this alternate reality that just is not based in facts at all. Yeah. And then he exploits his members, so he gets directly gets money out of them, gets support. He got himself voted somehow into the government. And then he, like, extorts... Conned his way straight into the Oval Office. <laughs> yep. And then he extorts the members of Congress so that he can kind of just keep doing what he what he does. But, yeah, like, I've... He, he's a cult leader. Like, there's no denying it. Oh, yeah. In my opinion. <laughs> like, how many of the cults did we bring up today could have had their people raid the Capitol? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. It's just a good... idea. Just, we're all lucky, honestly, that he's just such a big fuck-up because it could have been so much worse oh yeah if he had any idea what he was doing things could have gotten so much worse if he was more intelligent and more charismatic like he could straight up be like american hitler yeah he was pretty close yeah already just with the person that he is and the things he was able to do man marshall applewhite's a goofy looking motherfucker he really <laughs> is though hey that's something about cult leaders they all look fucking weird all of them like there's not a good looking cult leader I, Marshall Applewhite, Heaven's Gate, Space Jesus and God. We're going to catch a ride on Hellbob's Comet as it comes by. We're going to go down to Mexico and castrate ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a fun one. It's just. Why? Why? Yeah, his cult didn't really have anything to do with sex at all, did they? No. It, it was mainly him denying the fact that he was gay. It's a rare cult that doesn't have anything to do with sex. Yeah, most of them do. Most of them do. He preyed on nerds and sci-fi and that. Yeah. I just want to know who you people are that are getting involved in these cults. <laughs> just tell us why. <laughs> really lonely, easily manipulated people. I guess. Reminds me of The Office. Hmm. Creed. Creed, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> A lot, a lot more fun to be a follower. I've been in both. I've been in cults, both as a leader and a follower. You have so much more fun as a follower, but make so much more money as a leader. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I always true. loved Creed. He had the craziest quotes. Creed was the best part of the office. He's underrated. Yeah, for sure. Oh man. Well, I think we hit everything I wanted to talk about. Did you watch, either one of you watch American Horror Story Cult? I don't watch American Horror Story. Yeah, I figured you probably didn't. <laughs> Did you I, watch Cult? Yes. I don't know. It's been like this since the first season. I never know how I feel about that show. Okay. I like it for the most part. There were some seasons that weren't the greatest. But Cult, I thought, was interesting because they took all the supernatural stuff out of it. And they really just showed, like politics and like how bad things could go and this was like around the time that trump was running i can't remember the exact year that it came out but it was around that same time and they just like so clearly predicted pretty much they pretty much wrote what happened <laughs> so it was the year he got elected hold on it was that sounds yeah something like that but a lot of the things they brought up were just pretty interesting it's it's worth checking out because it's kind of just like I don't know. They go into some of those issues, and it's an interesting perspective on it. I'm weird with American Horror Story. The only seasons I really like are the ones no one really likes. So, yeah. I liked Asylum, and I liked Freak Show. 
I know a lot of people like Asylum. Asylum was really good, actually. I didn't like it as much the first time it threw, and then I rewatched it, and I liked it a lot more. Yeah, Colt was in um, 2017, which was the year that he was inaugurated. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. But very good portrayal of the way our media works and how stupid people like that are able to like position themselves into power. Can we just pretend like the last four years never happened? I think most of us want to. <laughs> and then I can just be um, like 27 again. Right. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's, I think that's about it, honestly. I think that's about it, too. I can't think of anything else. You got nothing else? No, I'm good. It's like hard to just, because they're all so similar, they just start blending together. Yeah. And they're all just horrible. <laughs> One interesting point brought up, I believe it was unexplained, but they just said basically like cult plus re, or cult plus time equals religion. That's kind of an inter- interesting point. Yeah, they brought up how um, a lot of religions basically start as cults. But and if they last long enough, eventually they just become like a, a world religion. Yeah. Yeah. Like even they actually brought up Christianity. Yeah. And how basically it was kind of like a cult at the very beginning, like when Jesus was alive or whatever. Yeah. And they also brought up how he probably was not the only person. I thought that was interesting. I would have to look more into the, some of those other prophets they brought up. Yeah. Because I wasn't familiar with any of them. Yeah, me neither, but... Because it was such a like turbulent time, like, so much change and so much, like, exchanging of power, basically. Yeah, they brought up how somehow that was, like, the most turbulent time in Middle East history. Right. Which... So with the Romans taking things over, basically. Yeah, when you, you know, you kind of look at the world now, you kind of can't think of a more turbulent time in the middle east but apparently it was even worse than it is now yeah i just with how crazy things have been i just kind of expect more cults to start popping up i guess i mean i'm sure thing about cults though is that usually they're just like so underground right you don't know about it until it's already a big thing until something crazy happens like jonestown or heaven's gate or just looks like the church down the road right yeah yeah true they brought oh, they also brought up a lady and i can't remember what her channel is called but a lady on youtube yeah and her shit seemed pretty weird i can't remember her name either but it's like self-help type of stuff but then she got such a big following and the stuff she says is just real shady she said something about depression and i was like excuse me yeah the quote one of the quotes they showed was about suicide and she was like eh, it's not really good or bad and it's just like what what do you don't tell people that suicide isn't bad right what are you doing <laughs> but yeah i don't know i kind of wanted to look more into her because she sounds like a character but that's kind of a, a point they were bringing up is like Information can just spread so fast nowadays with YouTube and other online groups. Yeah, a few of the things that I watched were talking about people who are on YouTube now who can, like, amass such a big following and can basically create online cults. Right. Even 4chan and TikTok and things like that. But yeah, that's kind of... I guess that's kind of what it's turning into. Like, a lot of these things are online now. And if you think about, like parlor and QAnon and things like that like we kind of we kind of see where it's going even though there's not that many examples yet it's just it's like real shady people 
getting these gatherings online and then just like inciting hate basically inciting violence so apparently that's what we're in for in the future it's only gonna get worse <laughs> Sam melted I melted into the couch my legs hurt <laughs> I'm old I don't know why we had to keep rehashing this <laughs> cults are weird yeah I can't, still can't look away I understand a little bit more like why people join cults but like I still don't understand cults yeah they do it for the psychic powers <laughs> I mean I guess it depends on the cult <laughs> <laughs> that's me once again bringing up I'm Sirico <laughs> yeah. you tricked them by pretending to be able to levitate <laughs> of it's the mountain wizards yeah mountain wizards I mean, if I see a guy levitating, why is David Blaine not a cult leader? I know. That dude can do some shit. Chris Angel, he could be a cult leader. Yeah, he <laughs> pretty much is. We can start a cult. We'll make millions. We could. It's so easy. <laughs> I was talking to Sam when we were preparing, and I was like, dude, I never realized how easy it is to start a cult. Yeah. Just like, say that I'm a prophet, and that God told me to give, give me all your money, and live in my compound, and that's all you have to do. We'll have to, um, like research the legal aspects of it because we got to make sure everything's up and up so well, the feds can't come after us. Apparently we can get tax-exempt status pretty easily. So Fucking apparently. <laughs> Start my own religion. The religion of Sam. <laughs> Why go through all that trouble when you can just start a church? That's what I just said. I said I'm starting my no, own religion. Just keep, don't have to make up anything. Just be a Christian church. That's also true. And then just become like a weird extreme part of a Christian church. Your Joel Oldsteins yeah. and what have you. Any church you're going to tell people to give tithe and things like that. Such a scam. Yeah. Yeah. I forget the name of the preacher that actually asked for the new jet though. Was it uh, Oldsteins one of the bad ones? Was it uh, Kenneth Copeland maybe? I think so. He's like Billy Graham? God wants you to give get me a new jet. I need a new jet to make these travels. I, th- I think it was Kenneth Copeland, actually. That dude's, like, scary look. He's like a flappy pile of skin attached to a skeleton. He looks like the bad guy from The Mask. <laughs> <laughs> How do they... <laughs> That's so true. I just want to know why how people, like, rationalize this kind of behavior when you're told that greed is a bad thing like it's one of the seven deadly sins oh it doesn't matter if you're the one in charge those people are allowed to be greedy apparently they can take all your money but is that not creating a false idol is not a bad thing too it is hypocrisy this is my issue we've talked about it i mean i have so many issues with just organized religion in general but yeah so chad did you see the video of him blowing away the coronavirus (laughs) yeah i also saw the guy playing metal music on top of it or playing guitar i saw that too yeah, that shit's insane. <laughs> that dude's a psycho. I saw a video today where they different topic, but they replaced all the dinosaurs in Jurassic Park with Pee Wee Herman. <laughs> That's totally off topic. <laughs> it's fucking awesome. Oh my god. I'm gonna have to watch that. That sounds great, actually. <laughs> oh no, you guys. It's called Pee Wee Park. <laughs> oh no, internet. Endless entertainment. The internet's wild, man. It sure is. Any witch chips for today? So we talked about some... Don't join a cult. 
Don't try to cold. That's probably number one tip. We talked about some shows. You can go check all of those out. Explained on Netflix. Colts and Extreme Belief on Hulu. And Scientology and The Aftermath. I would say those are all pretty good resources. That they, they tried to stay objective. As objective as possible. Yeah. You just can't look at these things and say that they're good. <laughs> so obviously it's going to tell you that they're bad things. But if you listen to what the people are saying, you're going to agree, I would think. Uh, some good information a lot of different aspects of cults we covered anything you want to shout out Dustin any like, content doesn't matter what it is honestly no not really no mm. uh, by DC they're struggling oh yeah my god what was the event you said you were reading uh, future state okay you like it so far yeah it's interesting. I don't know where it's going. Yeah. That's always how I feel with the event. I haven't read that many events, but I'm always, like, lost. Like, it could go any direction. <laughs> well, this one, it's set in the future, but they haven't set anything up. So they're setting, okay. doing everything ahead of time and then going back and filling in the blank. Gotcha. Okay. You said Hobo Batman is a thing? Yes. I mean, that's interesting. I don't know about Sam, but I appreciate you coming on the show, Dustin. We will uh, have, potentially have a few guests here and there. Yeah, maybe. This is the first chance that we had that kind of worked out. Thanks for coming. No problem. <laughs> I would just be asleep right now anyway. That's true. <laughs> All the usual. Check us out on social. We're hanging out. Feel free to say hi. Let us know what you think about recent episodes. Any topic suggestions you have, we will look into those. What are we talking? I don't know if we've talked about what we're discussing next. I have no fucking clue what we're doing next week. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just gonna throw that out there. I don't know what's going on. I don't. Yeah. Have we even discussed it? No, but I am looking at the list right now. It'll be a good one. We'll figure out something good to talk about. Don't worry. Yeah, don't worry, guys. We'll be back with something to talk about. <laughs> Some bullshit. Yep. And I guess that's it. Yeah. Bye. <laughs> Thanks Bye. for listening. <laughs> Talk to you guys later. Bye.